Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Rivaled Sports Talks, episode 30. Episode 30, man. Uh, it's crazy. 30 episodes in. We're, we're doing good, I feel like. Uh, we got a sponsor today, you know? Paper Princess. The Paper Princess is actually a service, all right? It's a service that will help you make and reach your criteria on your essays, check citations, any grammar help and stuff like that. If you need to reach out to the paper princess, you can email them at thepaperprincess1 at gmail.com. Again, paperprincess1 yep. at gmail. That's useful because, I mean, people are probably cramming for their finals right now. I bet they do. Not me. I bet they do tomorrow. You already got your Not in school, but uh, for people that yeah, are no, I got, well, yeah, reach I got, out. I got, dude, I got mine due on Christmas. Oh man, I mean, who who would make that do on Chris? But Perfect. you know, whatever. I swear. <laughs> but the topic of today's episode is a very important topic. Whew. College football top four came out, and oh, we Yo, we're pissed. We are. A lot of people are. So I feel like everyone knows why. So we're not gonna hide it. Ohio State got number three at a six and zero record. Okay, that's insane. Who in the right minds think that playing six games in a shortened season would be beneficial right. to the football playoffs? You know, Jake, we rep in baseball today, right? Yep. And so about the the Buckeyes played fifty four percent of everybody else's season, right? So that would translate into a baseball season, 90 games, give or take a couple. So imagine if the Los Angeles Dodgers, okay, they won the World Series last year. Let's imagine they uh, played all 162, had a great season. But the Los Angeles Angels, they only played 90 games, which is just over 50% of the amount of games in the MLB season. And they made the playoffs. That's basically the same thing. Same with an NFL team playing nine games and everybody else playing 16. Because um, there's so many different, thing, different things that can happen over the course of a 10 or 11 or 12-game college football season. You know, like Ohio State, they didn't have to face any potential upsets. You know, Florida, they had to face LSU. But if Florida screened pandemic that game, then they probably still have a good shot at being in if they beat Alabama. So, you know, I mean, Ohio State, didn't, they didn't even beat Northwestern by an overwhelming margin, 22 to 10. And uh, they weren't even they weren't even dominant at all in that game. Oh, so it sucks, man. It's a sad day for college football because I mean it sets a precedent or a precedent that you know what's stopping future coaches of next year, you know, um, whatever they t- every time they have a tough opponent or a big rivalry game, saying, "Oh, we have a flu outbreak on our team, we can't play." That's you know that sucks because yeah. I mean if I was a college coach, I mean I'd, I'd of course take advantage of that. You know, uh, what about you, man? What's what's enraging you about this? It's just the fact that – so, okay, for example, uh, I understand that Notre Dame's in there, 10-1. Um, what's another one? Coastal Carolina, 11-0. Yep. Uh, what else is there? Cincinnati's 9-0. Right. Like, uh, L.A. Lafayette, man, played four more games at 9-1, and and they're down there. BYU, 10-1. Um, and BYU is number 16 at 10-1. and yeah. The college that, football committee does not show any respect for anybody not in the power five. So, like, it, it just doesn't make sense. Is how, how can these rankings be so defined on a 6-0 and record, right, 
Like, it, it absolutely makes no sense. It, it just doesn't make right. – it's not – like, life isn't fair. I get that. But at the same time, play a full season. Have yeah. 13 games. Well, it's 13 games, right, or 12 or something. Like 12, that. yeah, 13 with the conference championship usually. Yeah. But this year is about 11 or 12 depending on the team. So, like, it's not – there is not – Everyone else's fault, the Big 12. Right, right. SEC. And that's the thing. People are saying that, oh, well, it's not Ohio State's fault that they didn't play all the games. Actually, it is because the, the ACC said they were going to play. Yeah, the ACC said they were going to play. Uh, the Big 10 or Big 12 said they were going to play. The SEC. And uh, Notre Dame was left with, without any opponents, but they were desperate to play. So they went to the ACC for a year. Ohio State, if they really wanted to play, they could have moved to the Big 12 for a year, you know? Right. So, I mean, if that were the case, Ohio State would have technically won the Big 12 conference this year. Right. But, I mean, that they play more games. Right. If they played the whole season, I feel like. Right. Right. The biggest competitor would have been probably uh, Texas or Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma. They're hot right now. They are. Um, No, I just think that the Big Ten athletic director kind of shot himself in the foot on this one. He did. He did, Uh, man. I feel like he was rewarded by it. But. It's, I mean, it's just, it's also kind of reminds me of when Oklahoma made the college football playoff a few years back. Um, I believe it was, the, it was the Orange Bowl, and I think they played Clemson first round. Their strength of schedule was awful. Do you remember that? Like, they're, they're, they played two or three, like, out-of-conference games, and they were against, like, Tulane, Tulsa, and, like, um, San, um, like Texas A&M Northwest. Some right. stupid schools that no one's ever heard of, you know? And, you know, they were 13-0, and and then they got destroyed by Clemson. So, I don't know, man. There's just so many different things that I wish were different about the college football playoff because, I mean, I'm fine with it. As I thought, I got rid of the BCS. But it's, bro, it's terrible. So, looking at the top four, we have Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Notre Dame. Who do you feel got snubbed out of that top four? Texas A&M. You're wearing the hat right now, baby. Texas A&M. Yeah, Yeah, man. I mean, they won seven straight ACC. Bro, the SEC is the toughest conference in all of football. Seven straight is believable. And their only loss was to Alabama, the best team in the country by a lot. And they had Jalen Waddle, one of the best receivers in college football. Um, yeah, man. Who, See, who, 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 what about you? Who do you think got snubbed? I have two. Obviously, Texas A&M. Uh, Texas A&M finished 8-1, and 4-0 at home, 4-1 on the road. I feel like it was pretty good. Seven-game win streak. Um, but my surprise team was Coastal Carolina. 11-0. and I don't know, man. That's a stretch. 11-0. I mean, it's a better record than Ohio State. Right, that is, yes. I mean, yeah, they should definitely be higher than Ohio State, but. I, I don't feel like Ohio State has any justice being in there. Uh, another one could be Cincinnati, uh, Florida. Uh, like you said, Oklahoma is very high right now, number six. But it's, I feel like Texas A&M, Coastal Carolina, could have done some damage. Yeah. No, that would have been cool to see uh, Josh Norman's uh, education go crazy in the college football playoff. Oh, yeah. Um, 
But, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at their schedule here. I mean, they have two top 25 wins. Uh, both of them weren't overwhelming. I mean, they did beat um, – see, where's the other one? I mean, they beat BYU by five, and then they beat um, uh, L.A. Lafayette by three. So, I don't know, man. I don't I don't think Coastal should have been in, but I think they should definitely be higher than – what are they, 16? 12? 12 right now. 12, yeah. No, they should definitely be top 10. But Yeah, I feel They're like- not even playing in a New Year's Six Bowl. They're playing in the Cure Bowl. They're about to roll over. Where are they playing? Whoever it is, they don't they don't want to face them. Oh, they're playing Liberty. Well, that, that might actually be a good game. But um, yeah, well, Hugh Freeze is the coach at Liberty now. They get off to a hot start and then they go off. They did. But yeah, man. I mean, it sucks that Ohio State's in, and you know, uh. Uh, now that they're in, you definitely have to put an asterisk next to this uh, college football championship. Same with the World Series. Um, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, they definitely got to do something about this to make it right. Because I told you my concept before and how to fix it. But it's so good that I want to say it again. <laughs> so you have eight teams, okay? Um the five conference power five conference champions get an automatic bid. So that means that's ACC, SEC, Pac-12, Big Ten, Big 12. And then the best uh, group of five team, like this year would be Cincinnati, they'd get an automatic bid, but that bid would be selected by a committee. And then also two at-large bids. That would be like Texas A&M and Oklahoma that didn't win their conference, but were still very good. Or even uh, Notre Dame could be in that as well because they're not affiliated with the conference. And then, you know, they say how the uh, the New Year's six bowls are kind of devalued now. Well, solve that problem too. You have six oh, – seven games total. So you use all six of the New Year's six bowl games for, uh, for the semifinals and uh, quarterfinals. So Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, Fiesta Bowl. Uh, I was about to say Taco Bowl. That'd be a good one. That needs to be one. Um, but yeah, then the national championship. I'm telling you, man. At, uh, at midfield. Yeah, yeah, it's genius. I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but do you think that's a good idea? Do you think they should I, I pick up on that? Yeah, I think uh, definitely the bids should do that. Um, so anybody of you guys are out there watching this you can help us put that bid out there. Let us know, Mister Doctor L James, NCAA football. Hopefully yeah, he's whoever, listening to that. NCAA football. <laughs> Let's talk business. Right. But I don't know, man. It, it's definitely a, an asterisk season, which sucks. But, I mean, it was fun while it lasted for college football. It was fun. But, I mean, not to change the subject subject here, but BYU is beating UCF 35-7 to with three minutes and 30 seconds left in the second quarter. So, I mean, you could make the case for BYU in there, too. They lost one game. That was really close, and it was against your boy, your boys at Coastal Carolina. But, yeah, man. Um, it was a good game. I do remember What are that. your predictions, though? What are your predictions, though, for the, uh, the semifinals? Who do you think going to win these? Man. You know, Alabama is really hot right now. Mac Jones is looking good. Um, 
I, I think it'll be <laughs> – I think Clemson will just steamroll through Ohio State. Yeah, I hope so. I'm, I'm going to go on a leap. I'll, I'll put a hot take. Okay. I do think Notre Dame upsets Alabama. Ooh, really? Why? I just think Alabama will have this one game that won't match up the intensity. However, there is an ongoing statistic between Bill Belichick, New England Patriots, and Nick Saban at the Alabama Crimson Tide. Mm -hmm. If the Patriots don't win the Super Bowl, Alabama wins the championship. If the Patriots do win the Super Bowl, Alabama hmm. does not. You can look up that statistic. Yeah, no, I've heard of that before. Yeah, so, no, I mean, shoot, that's whatever. The Patriots did not make the playoffs, so theoretically, they're not going to make the Super Bowl. So I would like to see this statistic continue. However, I'm not really an Alabama fan. I get you, but yeah, I'll be surprised if they get upset by Notre Dame. Notre Dame played Clemson great. Twice. Yeah. Last time they they kind of got steamrolled, but they're good. They ran with them. I think they'll take that the loss and, and use that momentum to Alabama, though. Right. Yeah. So I mean, sure, you can go in with as many as much momentum as you want against Alabama. It still ain't gonna matter. <laughs> right. Alabama's gonna. I don't even know if I see this one being close. To be completely honest with you, man. I think you might want to write this down, but I'm thinking Alabama takes this one 52 to 14. Hey. I just don't think it's going to be close. I, I don't see it at all. It's, it's kind of like the Appalachian State game last night, like 50 something to like 20. Yeah. Yeah. Stops yeah. to him. I forgot, forgot what his name was, but yeah. People's Jones or something like that. Oh, yeah. What about uh, Clemson, Ohio State? You got for that one? Clemson. Anybody but Ohio State, Clemson. Right. Dude, another Alabama and Clemson game. I, I think uh, it goes back to 2016. And I, – no, not 16. Yeah, Dude, they played each other, like, every year in the playoff. Like, at some point. Like, last year. Yeah, at some point. Yeah. Because, yeah. okay, so let's see. In, like, 2016, they played in the championship. Yeah, yeah look, fact check this. I want to see if I remember. They played in the championship like twice, like two times in a row, and then they played in like the semifinal, and then they played two times in a row again. And then um, it was LSU and Clemson last year. Let's see. Rivalry history. Yeah, bro. Let's, let's take a look at this. That's, oh, my glasses is too small. Uh, yeah. How many times does Alabama beat Clemson in the national championship? Oh, geez. All-time national championship, 14 to 5. Dang. Wow. That's, that's a lot. Let's see. Making up 31, Alabama beat them 74 to 7. Ooh, 70. In wow. what year? 1941? 1931. Wow. That's tough. All righty. So, um, yeah, so year um, – there we go. 
So in 2015 and 2016, Alabama and Clemson played each other in the final. So technically 2016 and 2017, because that's when I actually played. And then 2017 and 2018, they played each other in the semifinal, and then Alabama beat Georgia. That was a good game. I remember you remember that, that one? That yeah. was Tua Tagovailoa. That was the game that made him famous. Um, okay, so sorry, this might be getting off topic here, but whenever that game happened, Alabama and Georgia, what did you think when they switched quarterbacks at halftime? I was shocked. I was disappointed, and I was honestly mad. Yeah, I, I was very shocked. Um, but sometimes that's just coaching, you know. You got to rely on your coaches mm. to make those power moves. And I think Saban did that. It's just, to me, I was like, well, Jalen Hurts has been my guy all year. So I'm going to win this game with Jalen, and I'm going to lose this game with Jalen. Right. You know, so that was kind of my take on it. But, I mean, there's a reason why Nick Saban is coaching Alabama, and I'm not. <laughs> well, so – you're not 65 and have millions of dollars. Right, right. What was the score of the um, LSU and Clemson game last year? What was that? Let's see. Oh, yeah. oh 42-25. Dude, I, honestly, I forgot that thing was even on, the, the one last year. Like, I watched it. I was at Shake Shack just enjoying yeah. myself a good little burger. Yeah, <laughs> you like Shake Shack? Yeah, Shake Shack's good. Yeah, bro, me too. Yeah, no, and uh, I was like, oh, shoot, it's on. I was like, oh, there's Joe Burrow. And they were up, and then I, I came back to watch it. I photo of him with a little, nice little stogie in his mouth. After yeah. Sitting on the couch. Yeah. Yeah, dude. But honestly, okay, let's say Ohio State was like 12 and 0 or whatever. This Clemson and Ohio State game is, in a weird way, I'm actually looking really forward to it. Because remember last year, man, uh, Clemson or Ohio State, they had a shot. Remember, they were driving down the field with Justin Fields. <laughs> field with Fields. Anyway, they were driving down the field. And they uh they threw a pass, and I believe he was picked off in the end zone. And the last thing I remember from last year's college football season was Justin Fields just hands on his helmet, mouth open, like, what just happened? Right. You know, so, I mean, yeah, it's stupid that Ohio State's in it, but they're in it. And uh, they're coming back with vengeance, and they're coming back to, um, to show Clemson who's boss. And they're not going to do it, but – I mean, it's still going to be a fun game to see what's going right. on. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Let's see, when uh, When is the game? Do you have it right there? Oh, uh, do, 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 do. Ba, 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 ba. I did. Here it is. Uh, the uh, the college football semifinal will be um, New Year's Day, uh, 4 p.m. on ESPN. And then the, uh, the late one between Clemson and Ohio State, that'll be at 8 p.m. on ESPN. Hopefully, we'll have, I'll probably go to tailgaters or something and watch, watch that. Yeah, game. I'll probably go to my living room. See, I don't have cable, so I got to go somewhere. Oh, that's tough, man. And we didn't either because, like, bro, I'm not, like, I don't know, man. I just didn't think it was worth it. But it's not. It's not. Got, well, but, you know, uh, I, yeah. Anyway, we're getting off topic. We can talk about <laughs> cable and we can talk about cable and bandwidth on a whole new episode. So, but anyway. Let me, let me ask you this. Not – any college or it is college football related, but not semifinal, whatever. Who's your Heisman prediction? Who, who wins? You know, I want to say Mac Jones just based on the stats, but I just don't think that's him, man. And I want to say Najee Harris, but I can't. And I want to say Devontae Smith, but I can't. I still think it's Kyle Trask. Because, I mean, 
the Heisman is the best player, right? And the best player in all of college football. And not to take anything away from Mac Jones, but dude, he has so much more talent on his team, uh, especially at the skill positions. Um, Kyle Trask does not have that benefit. And so you kind of wonder where Florida would be if they just kind of had, you know, uh, you know, an above average quarterback. Um, Cause I mean, Kyle Trask wasn't the guy that threw a shoe. He wasn't the guy that missed the field goal at the end. Um, you know, he led his team back against Alabama and I mean, Mac Jones, I mean, he's really come up as of late, but I don't think you can really judge the season just based on the last three weeks. You got to go for the whole, whole body of work, whole season. And Kyle Trask has been the guy all year. Uh, what about you do? See, I, I really think it's going to go, it, it's going to happen like Ohio State's in the finals. They, they want that person there. It just leads to one person. I, I, as much as I don't want to, <clears throat> excuse me, because I feel like he didn't have a great season, I feel like it'll go to Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence had a great season. Not by Trevor Lawrence standards. But, but by if, like, standards, yes. if like JT Daniels from Georgia put these numbers up, people would be like, oh, my God. But, you know, so. So, I, I would like to see Trevor Lawrence get it. But at the same time, I do feel like either Mac Jones or Kyle Trask will get it. Um, we'll see. Uh, but I, I'm going to write down Trevor Lawrence just because that's yeah. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if somebody else gets it. Right. Oh, so I don't think we uh, got to this part. Who's the national champion? Because I think we both have Clemson and Ala- – oh, no, you had Clemson and Notre Dame. Yeah. So, who you got for your natty, for your natty champion? I'm going I'm to go with Clemson. I think they'll redeem themselves from last year after the loss to LSU. Um, I'm going to take Clemson. Yeah, um, I'll take Alabama, man. I don't know, dog. It's just I think they're more prepared. The quality of opponents that they face, too, is going to pay off. Um, Clemson, they got overwhelmed. They've been overwhelmed a few times when they've played um, Alabama. Um, and also other SEC teams like LSU last year. So I think Alabama's going to take it. Um, I know we've been accustomed to seeing, like, really big offensive games, but I'm thinking this one will be, like, 31-21, so not, like, a crazy, crazy score, but relatively higher than average. Um, you dropped the X on your name. So you have I did. You know, you, see, you know why? Yeah, I saw that. All right, that, yeah, dude. There was no no yeah, crazy I, stuff going on. Wrote it down. I forgot about that. <laughs> but uh, yeah. so I, I how much time we got left? Well, let's see. We have about uh, four minutes. Let's end on this. Let's end on this. The Jets are moving to NFL. The Jets won against the LA Rams and lost the number one overall pick to the Jacksonville Jaguars, as the Jaguars have the tiebreaker. Who goes number one overall? Well, it's going to be Trevor Lawrence, obviously, like whoever. But for team-wise, I mean, shoot, honestly, probably the Jaguars. I feel like the Jets are honestly a little better than the Jaguars. Not by much, but just a little bit better. I think the Jets got one more win in them. I'm going I'm to say this. I don't know if you and I had this conversation. We might have. Cam Newton is trashed up in New England. He'll be trash everywhere, man. He can't throw. 
could you potentially see the New England Patriots signing him to a, a new contract, but having him as a personal trade with some draft picks, like a number one, like a first round pick, whatever, to the Jaguars for that number one overall pick to get Trevor Lawrence? It's a stretch. But at the same time, they want someone new, someone fresh, someone with an arm, and those luscious locks. Like, come on. Oh, that's the game changer right so, there. I think he, he and Bill Belichick, he is in Trevor Lawrence, will just benefit that New England offense. I don't Maybe. know. Honestly, yeah, I could see it, but it would have to be, like, one of the biggest trades of all time for that to happen. Like, you can't just do Cam Newton – and a couple draft picks. Like, you've got to throw in, shoot, like – Probably a running back. Nikhil, yeah, Nikhil Harry, um, Stephon Gilmore. Um, you know, it would be something. I just don't know if it would be worth it on the Patriots. End. But also, you, Bill Bell, this, this is something that will probably get some steam going to the comments. But Bill Belichick is probably the most overrated head coach of all time. That's fair. I won't argue with that. Because think about it. Think about it. Think about it. The past, like over since like 2005 since, or 2004, since the Patriots have been on their dominant run, they have missed the playoffs twice. And in both those years, Tom Brady was not the quarterback. He was right. injured in 2008. And then obviously this year he went to Tampa Bay. So it's like – also Tampa Bay is not that good either. So, But we can talk about that on Friday. Is that, or is that Christmas? Is that Christmas or is that Christmas Eve? What? Friday, is that Christmas or Christmas Eve? Uh, for Fresh Face Friday. I don't know. I know we're having Mr. Lucas on. I forgot when it yeah. is. But, uh, yeah. We might have to have a special Fresh Face Thursday because we got our NBA Christmas special Yeah, on Friday. Oh, if anything, we, we can talk yeah. about this. We can talk about this later. But, uh, so, I'm going to go ahead and say right, right. overall. Uh, I'm going to say Trevor Lawrence as well. But I don't think he goes to the Jags. I think a trade will happen somewhere for that number one overall pick. The Cowboys. No. No. Y'all are stuck with uh, Dak. I love Dak. He's he's the best. But Zeke, on the other hand, took the man out. He's he's done, but it's whatever. He got molly whopped. Yeah, stuff. All right. We're done. All right, man. Well, guys, rivaled episode 30. We appreciate you guys. If you have not, go like, subscribe, share on all social media platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Hit the like, subscribe, turn on those notifications. Peace. Bye. Cool. That was fun. Where's my – I'm still recording, but –